Hot topics and interviews. And that's just how we do it. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. It's the Entertainment Man Podcast. Entertainment Man Podcast is brought to you by Crispy on the Web. Go to crispyontheweb.com for more information, social media, and much, much more. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Man Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Man, and welcome to the podcast. Welcome to another interview podcast. Uh, it is good to be back again. And today we have Bob Lament on the podcast. How's it going, Bob? Pretty good. How are you doing? Good. I like your uh, your kind of, uh, what do you call it, cartoonish video. I like that. That's kind of cool. That's going to probably go overly, really well on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I got. I have a little bit of a, a cartoon character that I am here. I love that. No, I love that. That, that's for sure. Uh, so, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Sure. So, uh, I'm Bob, and uh, and uh, I've been doing a show online since '99 uh, uh, called Static Radio, and uh, it started out as a, an idea that uh, stemmed from doing a college radio show. So, my uh, partner Miles and I used to do a college radio show, and we call it Static Radio as well. And uh, we we graduated, uh, oddly enough, amazingly enough, we graduated from college. And uh, after a few years, the internet was coming on with lots of good things on it. And I said, hey, you know what? We could just do this college radio stuff uh, online if you want to. And he said, sure. And so we started doing the show. Uh, oh, we started actually testing, doing test shows over Thanksgiving of 98. And then pretty much since uh, January 99, we've done a weekly show uh, that we put out there um, for everybody, for whoever. At the time, uh, there wasn't many, but, uh, you know, for whoever to listen to. Too. Exactly. Yeah, that's that, that's how this started too. Like it was like forever. Whoever wants to listen to this, and it's just you know it blows up after a while. You know, you get you get more and more listeners. Yeah, it, it, I mean it's it's been uh, interesting, and now we're we've entered an age where you know, although I didn't quite properly use it today, but we have these things where we can connect and talk to other people and mm-hmm. and be guests and so forth. And uh, and so yeah, it, it's 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 come quite a way since uh, all those years ago it has it has technology is amazing but you know there's the technical issues that we had a little bit of issues at the start but uh you know that's just all part of technology so yeah exactly it's all part of the part of the fun exactly what inspired you to get into radio so um i guess in college i was kind of a, a media person uh i have a degree in film uh, that I got uh, in college, and at the time there was a much bigger divide between uh, you know radio, television, and film uh, in those days. Now it's it's a little bit more uh, merged together than it ever used to be. But being in media, then I also wanted to uh, work in college radio, and I did that. Um, actually, not even as part of my major, just kind of as a kind of fun, and uh, got interested in that. And I thought, hey, this will be you know fun to do. And and so Static came out of that fun side of things uh, and then uh, so you know it's kind of a little bit of that I guess if you wanted to go back further than that I used to and this is going to be way back because the uh, People aren't even going to think about this. So kids today say, oh, they want to be interested in doing something. They start a podcast. Well, back in the day, I just had a uh, old tape recorder and I used to record shows uh, for myself, me and my friends on cassette tapes. And then, you know, we, we record something for, you know, an hour or whatever, half an hour and play it back. And that was kind of the fun. So I guess that's probably the earliest thing is just, just doing uh, silly shows and mimicking 
uh, radio from the day on tape recorder. Yeah. I did exactly the same thing. Uh, I uh, used a tape recorder, and um, it was just, and it just, I guess I got into all the media stuff myself. Like, it, kind of similar to what you, uh, how you got started too, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a weird uh, kind of thing that, you know, all those years ago you were doing that, and there was probably very slim to small chance that you'd ever be on you know, terrestrial radio, as it were, uh, back in those days, because there just wasn't that many. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, obviously it's a business. And so they just don't let anybody get on there, especially, you know, kids uh, uh, talking to tape recorders. So that was just an, an entry level thing to do that and uh, to, you know, mm-hmm. have some fun with it. And, you know, we made up news stories and, or even read news stories and made fun of them or what have you. And that was kind of just the, the, the way to do things back then. Yeah. Any influential people? People that, that got you where you are today in the radio industry. So I would say if I had any influences uh, early on, it would be uh, there was a couple of DJs out of Chicago. I'm from uh, Illinois, uh, mm-hmm. not near Chicago, downstate Illinois, really central Illinois. Mm-hmm. And um, there was uh, Steve Dahl and Gary Meyer were two uh uh, became famous DJs out of Chicago. And on a good day, uh, I could listen to uh, WLS, which was uh, the radio station that they were on and got popular on back uh, probably in the you know mid to late 70s. And, uh, and they uh, really were you know a lot of fun and did all kinds of kooky things. And I thought, oh, wouldn't it be great to be like those guys? And I, I have no idea if they're even alive anymore, to be honest with you. But that would be kind of the early ones. Um, and then there was also another show on the on the station called uh, Animal Stories with Larry Lujak and uh, Tommy and they talked they would basically just take stories from the newspaper about animals and uh, talk about them and kind of cut up on them uh, as uh, as a bit and it was and it became a its whole other thing if you look up animal stories from that time period you'll see there's probably quite a bit of stuff out there even today, especially on the internet, that uh, that people really did like uh, animal stories with Uncle Lair and Little Tommy. Uh, those are probably the two two biggest uh, you know biggest uh, things that kind of pushed me in a direction there. Mm-hmm. How long have you been doing static radio online? Like years wise. Uh, this will be twenty fourth year. So twenty four years. Uh, and as of January, so we're just yeah. into our yeah past yeah. our twenty fourth year, and uh, yeah, I think I mean we're we keep doing it. We just that show we just did a show this week. We'll do another show next week, and and they're uh, all online. You can listen to all of them. Um, things have changed over the years, and so I finally got basically everything back together again um, because you know at the starting point there was no WordPress, there wasn't anything like this uh, that we're doing now. Yeah, and uh, and so I finally pulled everything. Back back together in one place so it's all on our website uh and pieces of it are all over the place because you know aggregators and so forth grab shows and put them out places so yeah that you don't even know about yeah i know i i, I look <laughs> at uh the start of this i was like only on itunes spotify where else tunein.com and then i end up growing just you keep growing you like you just you start it with so many platforms and it just grows now i'm like on, on high iheart radio i'm on on, um, uh, what's it called? Amazon Music. They yeah, emailed Amazon me. Music, it's like, yeah. what's that? Uh, Amazon Music, one of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They emailed me. Like, it's like it's amazing just to watch it. You like you, you start with like a few platforms, and it's just just completely expand over time. 
Yeah, I, there's so many. It, it's um, it's bizarre. I got a, a weird story about iTunes if you want to hear it. Sure, yeah. So starting out, you know, there wasn't any um, any aggregators like there is now. But uh, back before there was even uh, podcasts on iTunes, um, whenever po- before podcast was invented. So mm-hmm. podcasting got invented uh, back in 2004-ish with uh, Adam Curry and Dave Weiner. And I was following uh, Adam Curry. He used to do a show called The Daily Source code uh many years ago then and that's whenever him and dave weiner were working on um on podcasting as it became known at that you know point Mm -hmm. so the interesting thing was uh, shortly after he kind of released all this and and uh, people started setting up their rss and everything for their podcast which was all manual at the beginning he, uh, he used to have a list of the uh it wasn't really the top 50 podcasts it was like the 50 podcasts that were out there and so we got uh on that list so we were part of the, uh, you know, kind of the initial offering of podcasts through Adam Curry's list. Yeah. Well, the funny thing was whenever Apple iTunes came out with podcasts on there, guess what? All the things that were on Apple iTunes were off of Adam Curry's list. Huh. So I got, an e- I got an email from a listener who said, hey, did you know you're on iTunes? I'm like, I didn't put in anything in for iTunes. Nobody asked me for nothing. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, when I looked on there, we were listed. And, and shows like Keith and the Girl and Soccer Girl and all these kind of old shows that have been around forever were all listed on iTunes and they all kind of got lifted uh, from Adam Curry's original list, which was kind of fascinating. I don't think they even talked to him. I don't know. Maybe huh. maybe he got paid. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, it's awesome. That really is awesome. You know, it just it, don't even need to contact anybody. Uh, I'm no. on some kind of site called uh, Odyssey. And it's like, wait, I'm on Odyssey as well? Like, I'm how many platforms i don't you know i couldn't count like it's just it's incredible like you know you don't ask to be put on it but you know it's publicity that that uh, really helps grow your show too yeah no it's it's interesting how it just spreads around and the things yeah. just happen and yeah i, I mean uh, you just i get notes from people who find you here and there and it's kind of wild that uh mm-hmm. it's so expansive at this point yeah yeah and i just just last almost a year ago i just expanded to youtube so it's kind of, you know, oh, there you go. yeah, and I get notes too. Like I love hearing the, the fans feedback, which is really, really awesome to hear that. And people really seem to love it. So, all right. Uh, yeah. Yep. So what do you love about doing a radio show? Um, I, I, you know, it's, it's always been fun to create stuff and, uh, mm-hmm. I still do in various ways, but, um, you know, Miles and I have been friends for a long time. Obviously we were friends through college. We're friends still now. And it's, it really is fun just to, um, you know, mm-hmm. sit down with your friend and and we basically have stories. We tell stories basically every week. So each of us tells a story typically. And it's still fun to do that. And I think basically we'll keep doing it until it's no fun anymore. I mean, the, the aspects of it that I find the most enjoyable are the creation. I mean, yeah, you have to, you know, put yourself out there. Yeah, you got to do stuff. Yeah, you got to. <laughs> Do the social media stuff and whatever, but really the funnest part is just creating uh, mm-hmm. the different uh, episodes as we go along. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, this the fact you're being creative too is uh, it's amazing. Yeah, I mean we and we do other stuff sometimes, like you mentioned YouTube, and so we've got a YouTube channel and we have uh, we've done little video projects, we've done other audio projects that are separate from our regular show. Mm-hmm. Just as we have time over the uh, you know throughout the year we'll either meet up and do something or each one of us will do a portion of it 
and then the other will uh, help out with the post-production or what have you. And so we've got several little, uh, you know, little projects that, that have all grown out of this, uh, this idea of us talking uh, each week. So yeah. it's, it really is kind of fun. I mean, the, the creation of stuff is really the fun part. That's, that's really the fun of all of it. Yeah. The prep, I know the prep is a lot of, it's a lot of work with the prep sometimes, but, and also the post-production is you're scrambling, doing editing and all that, but you know, it's all part of it. It's all part of the process being creative too Mm -hmm. oh yeah i mean it's all you know you learn so much like you know who would have ever thought that uh you'd be talking to a cartoon cat today right (laughs) yeah i don't know (laughs) i'm gonna do the thumbnail for this one (laughs) i might take a screenshot of your your screen on here Hmm? i can send you a picture of the cat all right perfect yeah uh but uh yeah like I've learned so a lot of this, I've got a little bit of background in media. I took some in college, but most of it I've learned on my own too. I've learned how to code on my website, like doing the the HTML and all that. I've learned so much. Like it's amazing what online you learn online as well. It's just incredible, like what you can find on YouTube, Google. You know? Oh yeah, no, it, definitely. The funny thing was, uh, whenever I built uh, our first website, mm-hmm. I read a book called Learn HTML in Seven days and basically it took you, you read a chapter a day was the idea behind it and uh, I did and then I coded the the first website uh, it was all, you know, hand-coded HTML at that time and put it out there. I mean, it's, it's nothing to, you know, write home about necessarily, but um, I still have it uh, uh, out there and you can go see it if you wanted to uh, find it. Um, and it still, it doesn't have all the new shows on it, obviously, but I, I kept that out there just for people to, as kind of a, um, you know, a museum piece, I guess you'd call it yeah. at this point. All right. Uh, what are some of the memorable moments you have, you've, you have had in your career since 1999? Oh boy. Uh, so, I mean, here lately, I mean, it's been fun to talk to folks. I've been doing more interviews like the, this one with you. And so I've, I've met uh, a lot of other people who are doing really interesting things. Um, I'd say, um, I'm trying to think. So uh, one year, uh, uh, Miles went to uh, Trekfest. I don't know if you're familiar with Trekfest. It no. uh, oh. happens in, uh, in uh, Riverside, Iowa, which is the birthplace of Captain Kirk. And it actually had a movie... Uh, uh, made about it. Um, uh, uh, I think what was it called now? What was it called? I was gonna say it's called Trekkies, but I think that was something else. But anyway, it, they have it a celebration of Star Trek in Riverside, Iowa, every year, and, and we uh, uh, got to go cover that. Oh, he got to go cover that. I didn't actually get to go um, because I was doing something else. But he went and covered that. So he met um, uh, Walter Koenig and Nichelle Nichols and uh, George Takei mm-hmm. uh, back then, and actually got to talk to them. And so forth, and that's one of the video projects uh, that we did called Trek Fest, uh, and it's out there on our YouTube channel. And that was a lot of fun uh, to put together. So he he pretty much shot everything and then sent it over to me, and I did the editing and, and pulled it all together into a nice little. Uh, at the time, uh, we could only do ten minutes on YouTube. That was when YouTube had restrictions. Yeah. And so it's a it's a ten minute piece uh, <laughs> on YouTube. We actually did a couple three of them because we had so much stuff for it. But that was kind of cool. I mean. It, You'd never think uh, you'd get to meet uh, some of those folks uh, at all. And so uh, 
the opportunity just came to us because of the nature of what we were doing and and uh we got invited to be there and uh and that was a lot of fun um you know i've talked to you know pseudo celebrities uh via the website and so forth we've talked to people uh one of the people that um uh we've talked to a couple times was actually one of the people who kind of inspired me a little bit to do stuff which was uh john hargrave so john hargrave was a writer for ziff davis uh media back in the that time period did all the computer magazines um and he used to do a show called uh, computer stew which was a a daily uh video show pre-youtube and uh he's written a couple books and i've got to talk to him about his books and he does a lot of he did at at the time back then he did a lot of pranks and kind of fun stuff uh, on people and so um, that's been a highlight I'd say because he's uh, such an interesting guy now he's uh, uh, a Bitcoin millionaire uh, and uh, it talks about Bitcoin a lot because he uh, has done well with Bitcoin so uh, he's you know proselytizing about um, uh, about the uh, you know virtual currencies and so forth so, <laughs> but that, that was kind of his shift but earlier on he was kind of just a a goofy prankster so that was kind of interesting um but uh you know we've met so many different weird you know interesting people and and uh and and gotten you know uh people that send us stuff from all over the world and it, and i think that's kind of what the, the more interesting part of it all is that it brings um people to your doorstep who you'd never ever think would be uh you'd never know or meet or Mm-hmm. you know you don't even know their existence necessarily but there they are and they'll you know talk to you and so forth yeah it's amazing everything's that, been pretty positive so yeah it, that's good yeah it's amazing who you meet online too like uh, making all these connections you know through matchmaker and you know i've had awesome awesome people on the on the podcast and you know it, it was really it's, it's awesome that again it's the technology that's great that you can make that connection whether it's social media or through email it's just technology is awesome <laughs> it is yeah it, it's so easy nowadays i mean it used to be um we would you know i would kind of look for things and so the um you know it was hard to find a lot of people who were doing kind of the things this is you know even before uh npr and and on all the things things that are popular now which mm-hmm. you have networks behind and and uh, and, and big money I, you know I've always been kind of a, a homegrown kind of uh, person technology person as well as just doing things and so it's really nice to talk to the folks who who aren't uh, heavily subsidized by the media and so forth. It's I, I think it's a breath of fresh air, and and that's kind of what podcasting was for mm-hmm. initially. Now it's kind of a little bit more commercialized these days and so forth. But mm-hmm. um, I still like talking to the folks who like I know you're in Canada. Yes. And so would I've ever you know talked to uh, many Canadian as many Canadians as I've talked to now. I would have never in my life imagined that I would ever have done that. I mean, yeah, I, I'm not close enough to the border. I mean, what's the reason? So, <laughs> yeah, you know, you you uh, you you just don't think of these things. But now mm-hmm. with the bridging the gap and so forth, it really makes a difference. Uh, it does. In, in who you can reach out to. So, you know, we, we can uh, I can get some Canadian tire dollars uh, for my next trip. 
Mm-hmm. And find out what what the best thing at Tim Hortons is to order. <laughs> yeah, and all that good kind of stuff. I believe you guys have some Tim Hortons down there, down in the states. I believe. Yeah, we do now. Yeah, it, it, that wasn't the case uh, even probably ten years ago. There was no Tim Hortons. Yeah. Now we got have a few, but uh, yeah. it not not so many. I mean, I'm uh, in St. Louis area, and so there used to be a few here in St. Louis, but I think a couple of them uh, closed down now because yeah. they they expanded too quickly. Or something mm-hmm. but yeah uh, well, i went to uh calgary uh probably about eight years ago mm-hmm. uh before there was any tim hortons down here and and that was one of my stops was yeah. like oh i gotta get a gotta get something at tim hortons while i'm here yeah uh, it's expanded <laughs> out to the uk i believe as well which is crazy i think yeah yeah but now you guys got to do more with your because uh, you're an entertainment man yeah. So you got you, one of my favorite shows uh, was Corner Gas. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're if it's one of your favorite shows, but I've seen a couple episodes. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah, I <laughs> love Corner Gas, and uh, it was uh, the we- the weird story behind that was mm-hmm. I for uh, I traveled from time to time, and I was up late at night one night, and it was like midnight or something, and uh, I couldn't sleep, and so I turned on a television, and it was a uh, you know uh, like a, they were playing it as a syndicated show, right? Yeah. So middle of the night, here's Corner Gas playing on my TV in the hotel room. And I'm like, what is this show? What is this? And then I find out uh, it's, you know, it plays regularly uh, on a station where I lived. And so I started recording it. uh, And uh, yeah, I think I've watched them all and even the animated ones and the movie and the whole thing. And it's like, it's like Corner Gas is really kind of has a certain, it it is to me the Seinfeld of the North. Yeah. uh, uh, For Canada. And it really has the same kind of vibe. Uh, not it's not not just like it's not a Seinfeld clone in any way, shape, or form. It's its own thing, but it certainly has that same kind of feel to it that a Seinfeld does. It yeah. has a cer- certain rhythm to it. Yeah, I believe it was either Manitoba or Saskatchewan. I think it Saskatchewan, was yeah. Saskatchewan. That's what I was thinking. That yeah. yeah. So that's really out there. That's like flat land, pretty well flat land until you get a little closer to the border then it goes into mountains Cause i have family out in calgary so <laughs> yeah I'm, i have a bunch of family up there but uh yeah good show yeah it, it had a long run too i believe yeah yeah i think uh i want to say seven seasons maybe eight i can't remember off the top I'm of my gonna, head here but it's gonna google it but uh, uh to me it's one of the one of the great examples of uh I like, um, you know, uh, British television. I like Canadian television. Uh, and it's one of the prime examples of Canadian television. It's like they're making a great show. And it, unfortunately, it never really caught here in the States mm-hmm. so, too much. I watched it, but and I'm sure other people did as well. But it yeah. wasn't quite as, uh, uh, you know, well-received as uh, yeah. other stuff. So. It was six seasons. Uh, it ran for six, six seasons. Yeah. There you go. I just Googled it. I was going to ask Siri, but then I don't want to be arguing with her right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there's four seasons of the animated one. And yeah. then I guess six, and a movie in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Why did you want to, why did you want to get into radio? Um, I think, I think mainly because uh, I kind of uh, lucked out with a gift for Gab and I can, you know, keep it going. Uh, television and so forth is great, but I certainly am not the, uh, I mean, this cat looks really good. Uh, I don't look as good as the cat. Mm-hmm. 
And so uh, <laughs> I think radio is a little bit more my forte and I can uh, keep everything going and, and, and talk. And so it's, it really has been uh, a media that um, I think is a little bit more suited for me. All right. Any favorite topics you both talked about? Uh, I mean, it, for our show, our favorite topics seem to be going to Walmart because there's always something weird happening at Walmart. Uh, if you go to, if you, if you, think your life is not very exciting just go to hang out at walmart for about half an hour and you'll change your mind and feel like you're uh doing really well personally and uh <laughs> and you'll see some kind of crazy uh happenings so uh and for me it's, it has been a long-running bit that every time i get a haircut i have a story because uh i totally hate getting haircuts but uh i'm at a certain age to where i have to you know i used to have be kind of a long-haired hippie guy mm-hmm. and uh you know you can get away with that for a while but once you get a certain age you really gotta kind of clean up your act a little bit and get regular haircuts but i hate getting them i really yeah. do it it's almost a uh punishment and uh i always uh, something always happens there's always some weird awkward situation while i'm getting my hair cut that uh i feel the need to tell people about yeah all right yeah i know i used to be like that i used to hate haircuts back then and now i just don't mind them it's just like really what's what happened what changed for you uh it was you have short hair so well i just actually had it cut uh a week 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 and a half ago maybe after i oh, okay after i got finished getting sick um oh, I, no. did you have covid no i had uh oh, some kind okay. of i think it was the novel virus i think it was, it was like a, a stomach oh, bug no. of some sort so that's terrible so uh, i went out to get my bus pass i went to the bank did my because i couldn't go out to, to the bank and do all my running around get my bus pass for the month and then mm-hmm. i think it was like a couple days after i said you know what i'm gonna go get a haircut and i got a haircut i know it looks long now maybe just because it's sticking up on ends perhaps it always sticks <laughs> up on ends <laughs> so how come you didn't like it before and now it doesn't oh. bother you so uh my mom well originally my mom used to do my hair uh uh-huh. and she used these scissors i don't know it had like j- weird jagged things on it i don't uh, it's hard to explain okay. yeah i guess there it, were pink, there, she didn't use pinking shears on your hair did she those are the ones that look like they're little all right angles yeah i think they're like I, little squares little teeth yeah i think so yeah i guess it's really because, maybe because my hair was so well back then it was thicker than it is now it's i'm i'm losing my hair well i'm thinning out on my head <laughs> yeah you never lose until it's gone so no. it's just thinning. it's thinning until you actually don't have any yeah i won't lose my hair it doesn't run it's not hereditary in the family where we it'll i'll have thin hair when i get older but i mean it's just i'll i'll have the white hair white thin hair when i get older so and i'm already am think- going gray as it is on the sides oh no did you think it you didn't like to get your hair cut because it was your mom or, or you no. do you like to go out or what do you think it was just the scissors that she used and oh okay okay it, so you didn't like the pinking shears yeah yeah it hurt because every time she kind of snipped it like i it pulled the hair out of my head oh they were dull they were dull pinking shears probably yeah oh but, my but no, i know now i go to that great, sounds terrible yeah i go to great clips now so so uh, they do a great job. Oh, good. So Yeah. My thing is always, you know, everybody's always talking about something. So half the time, I'm not, uh, uh, amazingly enough, uh, I don't talk very much when I get my hair cut. 
Um, and so while I'm sitting there, they're kind of there. They get bored, and so they start talking to whoever's next to them. Yeah. And then I have to hear all about their uh, medical problems yeah. or, you know, their kids' medical problems or, you know, what terrible thing has happened in their life. Uh, and then I'm like, maybe I should make more small talk. Maybe that's my uh, – mm-hmm. maybe I'm doing it wrong. I should make more small talk so they don't tell me about their genital warts or whatever they got going Yeah. On. I – some of them, some of the ladies I've had at the um, Great Clips, some of them are really talkative. There's one, this uh, younger girl, she's very, you know, chatty Cathy. She loved to talk. And I haven't seen her, I didn't get her last time. I had someone different. I mean, a lot of them just love to strike up a conversation and they, oh, how's the podcast going, Chris? And uh, mm-hmm. it, are you still doing the podcast and all that? Like, they know pretty well my life story now at this point. <laughs> So you are chatty then. So when you're in the chair, you actually talk to them. So yeah. Maybe I need that's maybe that's my uh, issue then. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, some of them don't want to talk. Then okay, I'll just sit here and get my hair cut. And but some of them are different. I guess it depends on who I get. Maybe perhaps. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. It, either that, and then the other problem is that they, uh, uh, you know, they kind of twist your head around real. Yeah. You know, put your head. In, I don't know. I don't like that so much. Yeah. I don't what, like all that. Yeah. What is the process? in coming up with topics each week when you're on the air so uh pretty much it's just life so uh i go through life and uh things just you just kind of take note so it's more like um uh paying attention so uh, i'm trying to think um you know, stuff happens, and normally I think most people would kind of either brush it off or not think that it was much of anything. But um, I always try to take note of it, and usually, especially things if things are kind of funny uh, or a little bit odd in their nature, and then that becomes a story on the show. So we everything we talk about is actually happened to us mm-hmm. uh, or somebody that we know, uh, you know, closely. Um, but um, we don't uh, make anything up, but we do, you know, they're prone to puffery every once in a while. So, you know, it's just like if you're going to write a good story for the newspaper, uh, you have all the facts and then you pump up the facts that you want to be the interesting part of the story. That's what we do. So, you know, I'm trying to think of uh, uh, anything this week, uh, that's happened recently um, that I could talk about here uh, to give you an example. Um, gosh, I'm thinking here. The uh, I always get scared at the drive-thru. So, uh, you know, if you go get some food or whatever these days, if you go through the drive-thru, once in a while you got to wait. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm sitting there waiting for my food uh, and everybody gets on their phone, right? And then all these people who bring your food sneak up on you. And that's what always happens to me. So I'm sitting there, I'm reading something on my phone. And then next thing you know, they're sticking a bag in the window in your face. And uh, I, I don't, I have to come up with a system to where I'm not so startled by all these uh, uh, people who deliver my food to me while I'm waiting in my car, because uh, I'm having a heck of a time uh, at the, at the, uh, uh, there's, I go to Culver's. I don't know if you have Culver's up there, but they're up no. in Wisconsin. No. Uh, <laughs> so go to the Culver's and, and you always have to wait because, you know, it's made fresh. But uh, uh, those people are very quiet as they come up to your car somehow, even though they're stomping around outside. And it always startles me. And so then, you know, uh, that that would be kind of the basis of a, uh, of a story, which is true. Mm-hmm. And then Miles would ask me, you know, like he would start quizzing me on questions or making fun of me for being, uh, you know, so weird that I get startled by the, 
uh, people at Culver's and then that kind of erupts into a whole thing. And so then there's this whole uh, process that we go through of, of kind of making fun of each other, basically, um, as to whatever we're presenting as far as our story goes. And so, yeah, that, I mean, that's not the best example, obviously. You never know where it'll take you. Yeah. Um, so like uh, uh, Miles sent me a text the other day and uh, his, his the point of him sending me the text was that it was snowing. We don't actually live anywhere near each other. And so uh, he sends me a text It's snowing outside. But I noticed that he was in the McDonald's drive through which uh, he's not supposed to be in, right? He's supposed to be eating better, and he's not. And here he was in the afternoon at the McDonald's drive-thru. So the first thing I said, what are you doing at McDonald's drive-thru? And, uh, and he goes, well, I was trying to tell you it was snowing, you know, you jerk. It, it, because it had pictures, you know, snow was falling down. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I was getting on him because his uh, eating habits are, uh, he's not eating what he's supposed to be eating yeah. these days. So, you know, stuff like that happens. So, all the, so that whole episode would be nothing but drive through I guess. Okay. At that point. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of snow, actually, it was snowing here not long ago today, this afternoon. Oh, really? Yeah, just a few little flurries. Are you in, are you, I mean, not tell me exactly where you're at, but are you closer to, you're not in Calgary because you said no. you have family there. I'm in Ontario. So Ontario, okay. Yeah, I'm kind of east of Toronto. That's what, we'll, we'll say that. I'm east of Toronto, which is one of the big cities in Ontario. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So you're, uh, you are at the three o'clock position on the CN Tower. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and that, it's only train. It's only forty-five minute train ride to Toronto if I wanted to go there. So. Oh, okay. It's not that bad, really. But I'm avoiding. No. Tro- I'm avoiding Toronto right now. That's where I got COVID. Was in Toronto of all places. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was, that was last August I got it. Oh my gosh, in August even. Okay. Yeah, and we had we were supposed to uh, technically we were supposed to go up to the cottage where my niece and nephew, my brother and sister-in-law were for a week or two weeks or whatever. We were going to go up for the day and we had to cancel because we had COVID. So Oh, that's terrible. And I had to cancel vacation for another week. Because I had COVID, and I was still testing positive at the time. So with my dad. But once we were able to do that on the Sunday, like, yep, we're going. So there you go. Only problem was like dad had to fall during the the trip. Towards the end of the trip, he fell at the campground, and the paramedics was involved. And you know, oh uh, my gosh. And uh, we thought he broke his ribs, and like it wasn't that though. He was fine, but uh, we had to. Oh, take, that's good. Yeah, we had to take precaution. I taught. I did a whole episode about. My experience with that like <laughs> but uh, that's that's what's great about the podcast like the bonus episodes i do a lot of like life lessons i've a lot of little stories i've had like i take it my opportunity which the uh the bonus episodes are only on audio only but these ones the longer forms are on youtube as well so like but gotcha. i mean but i mean it, it, that's what i like about this podcast is you can just talk about whatever life stories i give a lot of advice to people you know that's what I, my mm-hmm. whole premise to this podcast is to help people as well oh okay what's your uh, i'm looking at your microphone there and it's got a, a canadian maple leaf uh, thing with some lettering there it looks like uh, cbotw yeah crispy on the web oh there you go oh i got the wrong jeez I should be enter- okay. I'm gonna. There we go. Oh, entertainment enter- man. There we go. I was oh, like, okay. Oops. Oh, you, I see. You got uh, multiples there. Yeah, okay. I got CBO TW show, which is a TV podcast. I uh-huh. have Power Rangers collab on the one that's facing me right now. Okay. And then I have the CBO the Crispy on the Web logo, and then I have this one. So it's like a real oh, radio. Okay. 
it's like a radio station. You know how they had yeah. that? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a, I can't remember what they call that, but it's like a blocker. Oh, mic flag. Whatever you put on your microphone. Mic flag. I believe that's what they yeah, call mic it. Mic flag. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. What See, is the? Mm, sorry, what's that? Oh no, I have a thing on mine, but it's off the screen. It, it says static, but it's backwards and off the screen right now. It looks like. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I know it kind of looks backwards on mine. Entertainment Man podcast yeah. looks kind of backwards on my end here on my screen. Okay. I can see it. Yeah, it doesn't. It's okay. Yeah, it I, have I to... should put one on this. I should put one on the microphone though. Hey, I, you give me ideas here. <laughs> yeah, Amazon. That's where I got it. Amazon. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got a lot of this stuff on Amazon. I got this was on Amazon and this was Amazon. The the spider or what do you call that? The mount. The microphone was mm -hmm. on Amazon. Great, yeah, it's great to have Shop that. Now. Yeah, and it's it's cheaper too. I noticed that I went to get ink for my printer right here, which is like right next to me. You can't see it on camera, but I mean, uh, usually staples here are like seventy seventy five dollars for for Canon ink. But I, oh yeah, my neighbor's like Chris, go to Amazon, and it's like thirty eight dollars. It was like twenty six or twenty seven dollars on sale on Amazon. It's, like, which one would I rather do? I do Amazon over that any day of the week. So. <laughs> That's how they get you. They, they lock you in with those cheap prices. Yeah, and it works great, too. So uh, what is the most rewarding part of doing a radio program? Um, That's a good question. Well, I, I guess, you know, I hate to go back to something I said, but uh, getting to talk to different people and uh, and kind of just the fun of producing it, I say, would be the most, uh, uh, those would be the two most uh, fun things about everything. And, you know, it's just... It's it's just neat to, to know that you, you know, uh, can reach out and, and, you know, maybe make somebody smile uh, in their day. It sounds real corny, but that's true. Mm -hmm. That's very true. What do you think is the most challenging thing about working in radio? Um, these days, the challenging thing is just that so all you have to do to promote yourself, I think, is uh, is the hardest part because the um, the you know it's not like it used to be. It's, the audience is so divided that uh, in order for them to know you, you really got to keep working hard at that side of things. That's mm -hmm. the that's probably the most work. Um, you know, creating stuff is always fun and so it doesn't feel like work but but uh having to reach out and and uh get people to know uh where you are to, to for them to make their choice that's the hard part yeah okay uh what do you think is the best way to learn about being on the radio oh th these days just do it so just get yourself uh it doesn't have to you can just use your phone if you have a, a phone with a microphone mm -hmm. which i think all of them do these days just start recording yourself i mean there's a lot tons of apps out there to where you can get some decent sound and and then post it and uh you know go from there there's so many different uh you know avenues for you to put things out there you don't even need to to pay for anything if you don't want to you can just get a wordpress mm -hmm. site for free and post your audio up there that's what i did i went with wix originally for the video projects team and it was free but now yeah. but but a lot of things now though like on those like, like wix you have to pay for certain things on the the website that you want to use like different uh, what it, what's the word I'm looking for? Plugins or whatever. Plugins, yeah. Yeah. That's all. That's the only unfortunate part. But I love Blogger. That's what I use. I Blogger for crispyontheweb.com, and I coded everything myself. And mm -hmm. well, my buddy Joe, who works with me with Crispy on the Web, uh, he helped me 
create the one of the first uh, menus I menu bars on my website, and uh, mm-hmm. we kind of took that premise from that, and then we just used it for Crispy on the Web, and it worked great. So, but uh, yeah, yeah, There's so many free, so much free stuff out there. You just do it and uh, mm-hmm. post it, and I mean, you know, just ha- try to have fun with it. It doesn't all have to be a competition. So yeah. If it makes you, uh, you know, if it's something you'll enjoy doing, then you just keep doing it and, and you'll make yourself happy. Yeah. When I did the video products team, I had no experience. I had no schooling for film or anything. I just did it. And I was a complete goofball, but I mean, I swore a lot and <laughs> I dropped a lot of F-bombs on the on That's the YouTube. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, hey, now from that, I learned from it, you know? I learned right. from, if you do something like years before, like many, many, me years before you learn so you learn from that experience and you kind of improve yourself right right yeah just keep at it and and you'll um you'll have no i mean everything just gets better so mm-hmm. you know it's it, it i would say interestingly enough it's one of the things that so pu- public speaking is one of the uh, uh if, if you took a poll of people public speaking is one of the toughest things that people say they'll do they'd rather die yeah. than pu- speak in public yeah but if you practice if you just do this uh, record yourself put it out there on a regular basis then oddly enough the public speaking thing becomes much easier as well so it really just is practice and so uh i think i've learned over time that basically you know all this fear of public speaking is just because you're not um familiar with uh yourself and how you speak and so just practicing each you know all the time will help you Mm -hmm. get over that fear if that's one of the things that you are afraid of yeah and i've learned a lot from the different podcasts i listen to and you know there's one i listen to um which i actually had him on the podcast last year but uh i've learned so much about myself in the last let's see that was october november december january February, march the last five months i've learned a lot about myself i've kind of done a lot of soul digging on myself and i've kind of you know figured out i'm figuring out what works and what doesn't work yeah exactly mm-hmm. i mean you just keep trying and you'll you'll kind of hit your groove and what you like and and what you're uh, you know, things that you do better maybe than other things. And you just kind of go with it. I loved your word there, soul digging. I've never <laughs> heard anybody say soul digging. Is that something no. that people say up north or something? Cause no. I, soul searching. Maybe soul searching. Soul digging. I think it's soul searching as well as. Well, that's okay though. I like soul digging. Yeah. I think you could do a whole uh, website on soul digging. I can, I should copyright that. <laughs> You're like I'm the soul digger. There yeah, you go. yeah. What? Uh, that's gonna probably be clipped uh, for YouTube Shorts. <laughs> I'm gonna do a YouTube Short on that for sure. What do you think is the best way to get experience in the radio industry? Uh, I just like I said, just doing stuff. I mean, you can't mm-hmm. uh, you can't expect to to jump into things uh, without trying. So just do your own thing for a while, and eventually, uh, I think you'll you'll get you'll garner enough experience and enough um practice to where you'll have you know something that you can present forward if you want to do more with it Mm -hmm. so if you want to go someplace else or do someplace something else you got to have people you know it's funny because people don't want to take chances on people but if you have you know a backlog of stuff you can put forward some of your best stuff and say here's what i've done and mm-hmm. and uh that's going to always help you uh go moving forward in the future to things so all right is there any social medias or website that uh, of yours that you like to promote 
Uh, um, I that's you know uh, I will. Uh, I'm always I'm always kind of shy about these things, but uh, staticradio.com is the website, and you can listen to all the shows over the last whatever twenty plus years, and pretty much all of our social medias are Static Radio. So if you go to Twitter at Static Radio, uh, if you go to Instagram at Static Radio, mm-hmm. and so anything that's got any of the most all of the only one we don't have uh, Static Radio. Uh, four is TikTok, and I think it's called Static Radio Four because somebody else got it before we did uh, uh. on the TikTok. But all the rest of them are pretty much Static Radio. You can also look up for me, Bob Lament, uh, B O B L E M E N T, and uh, I've got separate stuff as well. Um, uh, a lot of it's just stuff that we produce, but every once in a while I'll throw something out there mm-hmm. that's just for me. So uh, you can look at that as well. And uh, I'll uh, I'll get you. I'll send you an email after the we're done uh and we'll just i'll get all your links and all that sure uh, and i'll post that in the the description below on all the uh the audio only in the youtube as well so yeah yeah that sounds great yeah and is there anything else is there i can't talk now <laughs> 45 <laughs> minutes and i'm already hey wait tur- turn your little cube around you're on the next one now what's the next one on your thing uh which way right or left uh, yeah, that way. The way you're going. <laughs> the CBOW show. I can't even turn it because it's. Oh, there you go. <laughs> We're on to the CBOTW show. Yeah, that has <laughs> quite a history. That show, that's for sure. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to add that we didn't talk about? So, uh, well, Entertainment Man who is where I came to you from, not the CBT uh, CBOTW show. Sorry, that's a mouthful. It is. Um, so, how did you get the name Entertainment Man? Uh, it was from my friend Gordy, who's probably going to be hearing this on YouTube. So, uh, he uh, the one that gave me the the nickname back. Back in 2000, oh boy, 2005? Mm-hmm. About 2004, 2005? So that, no, 2005 or 2006, something like that. So it's like well over, oh boy, about 17, 17 years now, almost 17 years. Yeah. So it's, uh, I've... I kind of I've stopped and go with the nickname and then uh, Entertainment Man podcast actually is inspired through the Entertainment Talk Show, which was actually one of my original series on YouTube, mm-hmm. which actually it's easy to find because you just search the Entertainment Man Talk Show on YouTube and it's there. Uh, there's episodes on there too. But so why uh, did he call? Why did he call you Entertainment Man? Is it because you entertain people or because you like entertainment? Uh, because I entertain. Because pretty well because <laughs> of that series of mine, right? Uh huh. Yeah, it's because oh, okay. yeah, because of the entertainment talk show. I got that nickname, and I always entertained. And you know, I did that for quite some time, from 2008 to 2015. So it's like, oh wow. So it it's just, uh, yeah, he gave it to me, and it stuck since. So oh, okay, and that's cool. That's cool. You know, and only in Canada would your friend named Gordy would give you your nickname. Yeah, I don't think the, there's a lot of Gordys down here in the states. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I want to thank you for coming on to the podcast today bob is a really great pleasure uh talking to you i had a lot of fun with this episode actually <laughs> good deal yeah and as always you can uh subscribe to the to the podcast on any of the platforms that you are listening whatever platform you're listening to subscribe whether it's youtube uh itunes tunein.com you know spotify hit the follow button hit the subscribe that's the best way to be notified when a new episode does go up which is every week uh you can also subscribe to the audio only i highly recommend it for the bonus episodes every second thursday which will be this week this thursday there'll be a bonus 
episode of the podcast. Uh, you can follow Crispy on the Web on Facebook. Uh, we have a little group there on Facebook as well uh, called Crispy on the Web Media. That's just a, like a little side thing. Uh, you get early access to a lot of the behind the scenes stuff that goes on with the studio with Crispy on the Web and all that. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, at Crispy on the Web. And I will see you guys on Thursday for the bonus episode of Inhuman Podcast. Bye for now. <laughs> Entertainment Man Podcast is a weekly radio podcast produced by Chris Miller Web Media. All rights preserved. Any illegal reproduction of this content will result in immediate legal action. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week again for a fresh round. It's the Entertainment Man Podcast.